0: Hi there, and welcome to the Kingdom Sexuality Podcast. We're Alana, Kyle, and Tira, friends who have a heart for intimacy and long to uncover God's truth and design for sexual freedom within marriage. Welcome here. To pick up from last week, we are continuing to talk about spiritual intimacy, but today we're going to talk about the practical side of that. But before we do, we will read a review. And this one was from Instagram. Instagram. So in case you didn't know, you can also leave us a review by just sending us a DM on Instagram and we will read it and then maybe read it in here. Or if you leave us one on Apple podcasts, we will also read it here. And that's kind of fun. (laughs) So you can leave us a review, please. That'd be great. Okay. I just wanted to say that I'm grateful I came across this account. My husband and I have been married and in full-time ministry for 19 years. Woo! We have had our ups and downs with intimacy and it's about time we as the church start talking about sex within a covenant Christian marriage.
1: Amen.
0: Lately, I've become so frustrated that the world can talk about it, learn about it, experiment mm-hmm. with it, while we good Christian women barely know what's what. Keep up the good and important work. Ugh, That's a good one. That was so good. Thanks, Mystery Woman. Yes, thank you for my G, <laughs> whose name I did know, but I didn't want to add because it's. I guess I could have put her first name. I'll just leave it.
1: Yeah, it's all good. Yep.
0: So she, knows, she knows who she is. She knows. <laughs> <laughs> you know who you are. It was your mom, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thanks, mom. Yeah, right. Yeah,
0: I wrote this myself, actually. <laughs> <laughs> we need more reviews, so yeah. leave more reviews. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't have to write them myself. <laughs> Just kidding. Okay, I, I've never done that. <laughs> okay, question for each other. What is a good God story that's happened to you ever or recently?
2: Okay, someone else Well, I can start. <laughs> My God stories generally involve finances. Hmm. And so, um, it was a few months ago. Um, we were short on our money that month and I had forgotten that my website domain, uh, was about to come mm. for renewal. Right. Cause it only happens like a few years. Cause you yeah. can, you can buy it for right. like a chunk of time. And all of a sudden $200 went from our account. And I was like, that was our grocery money for this week. And, so I was like, okay. And in the summertime, things are a bit tighter because I teach piano as like the side and I don't teach during the summer. So, uh, I was praying like, okay, God, like you need to come through. And my sweet friend all of a sudden sent me a text and she goes, here's 200 bucks for doing groceries for you this week. I was like ah! like it was wow. like, it was, yeah, it was within a couple dollars of what the cost was. What? And so, yeah, that so was sweet when I, thanked her for listening to God's prompting because that's exactly what we needed for. Wow. Right we needed it. That's good and for groceries. That's Cause scary. that's what we needed it for. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So.
1: Wow. So yeah,
2: that was my, Keep her
1: around. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> God's so good. I do.
1: Um, I don't necessarily have a story, but more of like a revelation. So if you've listened to the podcast for any amount of time, pornography has been like my big struggle and my wife and my kids were at the lake for two weeks this past mm-hmm. summer, and I just went up on the weekends. And then during the mm-hmm. week, I'd come home and work. And I had a kind of like realization, revelation, where I realized how much more, how much stronger my temptation is when my wife's not around, right? Mm-hmm. And how I am feel so much more like secure when. I'm with her, mm-hmm. and I had this revelation, and I was like, "I should probably start treating my relationship with God like that." Mm-hmm. And, Ooh, yeah! And like, just in that moment, like, I was, I was working, mm-hmm. like, I was treating a patient at this time, and the patient had fallen asleep, and so I was <laughs> yes. just left alone in my own thoughts. <laughs> and like, God spoke this to me. He's like, "You need to treat me like that." Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oof. "Noted."
2: Yeah. Wow. Sorry. So,
1: yeah. Cool.
2: Reminds me, um, for prepping some of our episodes, I was listening to another podcast and the husband was an entrepreneur and he was like really leaning into God about how he could make the business better and like he consistently prays about it every morning and does listening prayer and everything um, and has done really well. And God whispered to him the same, like, you're pursuing your business more than you're pursuing your wife. Like, why are you not doing this for your wife? Wow. And I was like, Ooh shippers chills. Yeah, that's anyway. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Um, mine again. Yeah, probably not really a a story necessarily, but it's just like the resounding story of our life feels like has just been one of provision, Mm -hmm. and there's been so many times where, um, so like at one point in time, Jeff's mom was really sick. Like we were like we're driving down to say goodbyes. Like Mm -hmm. it was kind of how it was. She was in. Edmonton at a hospital there and we we're like okay this is you know really bad and I remember being like no I'm gonna I wore I had an opal ring It was a different one than this but I I wore it and I was like she hasn't seen this yet and I really wanted her to see it she really wanted to see this ring mm. so I'm gonna wear it so I can show her and I remember it was like it seemed really silly like I was like that's pretty dumb of me to to want to show her this but it was like that was what was like that was my thing like I was mm. like no I need to show her this so she's got to stay alive because I want to show her my <laughs> ring and sure enough it was like, she, the things turned around and it took a long time, but, and then she did. And we ended up going to like, um, where they live with them and helping like take care of them, like her and stuff afterwards. And yeah, so there's just so many things in that season where it was just like, okay, we were like, well, now I'm not going to be working where we were living. We're going to be mm. in a different city now helping her. And so it was just, uh, just so many things in that time. We had giant question marks. It was like, I didn't have a job when I was coming back anymore we were like, we don't have the money anymore for things. And Mm -hmm. Jeff was in school. And so it was, but then, just things lined up like perfectly. And it was just, Mm -hmm. you just could like stop and you're like, Oh my goodness. Like God is so in this and you could just feel Mm -hmm. it. And it was so reassuring. And so things like that have happened so many times in our lives where it's like, this needs to happen for this to happen for this Uh to happen. (laughs) And it's just like, it does. Yeah. And so it's just amazing. So I just, that's always been when I share like my testimony and stuff with life group or whatever, it's just like, that's where I see God most in our life is just this beautiful provision and it's so incredible and yeah it makes you just really grateful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Okay.
0: So let's talk about spiritual intimacy, but practically, but before we do, let's read a verse. It's Colossians three seventeen. whatever you do in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> giving thanks to God, the father through him. I read that like there was more. <laughs> okay. There we go. So when people think spiritual intimacy and then practically, what are they doing? Going to church together is probably like the biggest one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Though not all couples do go to church together or one goes or whatever. I know in my household, Mm -hmm. not both of my parents were Christians, just one. So this wasn't ever modeled to me Mm -hmm. growing up.
2: Oh yeah. So even thinking about this in general,
0: like when Jeff and I got married, I didn't really know what this looked like. Spiritual yeah. intimacy within a marriage because I didn't see it modeled in my own home, Great. so it was kind of different. I remember talking to other people. I remember working. I worked at a camp once, and I asked the speaker there. I was like, "You know, do people do devotions together?" He was like a single guy. He's like, "I don't know." Like, <laughs> asking asking the wrong person. Around, dude. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, I wanted to pick his brain because I was like, I, like, I don't know what this is supposed to look like, right. and I, I wanted it to be something, but I, I just didn't know what and i think that's probably a struggle for many if you haven't been modeled what it looks like to have this in a relationship you're like well yeah what do i even do yeah because it all feels foreign and new and weird and unnatural if you don't actually know what it looks like in a home like functioning yeah normally yeah i think that's why spiritual intimacy. if you think of all the intimacies this is probably the one that we've had the hardest time with um practically doing together just because I think it's both of us maybe our families didn't model they kind of did but in different ways but to know exactly what it looks like and and teach us or show us that way Mm -hmm. yeah
1: well my wife didn't grow up Christian at all Mm -hmm. so like no one in her family was a Christian growing up and so when we got married a lot of this fell on me right because she had no clue uh, at all. Yeah. Right? My family, everyone's a Christian going back however many generations. Yeah. Um, so this was like, talking about spiritual leadership. Like, I, mm. I had no choice but to step <laughs> into this spiritual leadership role and and take it on. And I think, yeah, like you said, going to church together, probably underrated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because one, it's pretty simple to do. Yeah. yeah. And two, like... God shows up in church all the time yeah. and an easy place to encounter him on your own as a couple, as a family, as a family. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. So, yeah, I would say, like, mm-hmm. pretty basic step one.
2: Yeah. And I think it's uh, like going to church is good, too, because mm-hmm. you also get community as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So then, you know, you're also around other Christian marriages and yeah. also different age groups. Like, I feel like the church has such a unique way because we have all generations you know there's so much wisdom and you know being able to glean off of um yeah different like whatever you're going through somebody else has gone through that too Yes, (laughs) and and to be around that like on a weekly basis is is great and it does mean that you need to you know probably stick around after church right to talk to people it's not just like come and attend and yes. leave right away you yes. know like so the more intentional you can be about being present there and do like getting involved in the church so mm-hmm. serving in whatever your spiritual giftings are mm-hmm. you know all of that can benefit and then when you're doing it together like even if there's an activity you can do at the same time right too, like that would be great too yeah
1: right yeah I think this is one of the things like this is probably, this is one of our, our uh, other suggestions is to be in community. And this is one of the things that I dislike the most when people will start to hate on like mega churches Mm -hmm. is they'll say like, Oh, it's so hard to connect there. There's too many people, this kind of stuff. It's like, you can connect and you can make the church smaller, but it's just going to take effort on your part. Mm, you yeah. you just can't assume that community is going to fall into your mm-hmm. lap. You have to go seek it out. Yeah. And yeah. so most mega churches will have some form of like a community group or a life group right. or whatever you guys want to call it a Bible study. Yeah, um, Like the church that I go to across all the campuses collectively is probably 5,000 plus, but we've built a really good community of 15 right and so yeah. like the yeah. big church has become small for us mm-hmm. and now this these are the people we're we're doing life with these are the people yeah. who are friends or kids with their friends and yeah. so if you want to seek out community it's going to take effort on your part you yeah. can't just assume it's going to happen yeah. it's going yeah. to take effort to find it mm-hmm. and then continued effort to yeah. keep it yeah that's yeah, hard
2: yeah and you can even be a part of a small group and not really like it, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you, just because you've been in one yeah. doesn't mean like that yes. is your like you've been assigned these people and right. you must do life with them. And yeah. if you leave, there's no other choice. Like no, there's like yeah. and uh, and I think another like huge thing is to be praying about it mm. too. Like you know which church you should be going to, what mm-hmm, community, yeah, right. should you be going into what service within the church should you be going to, like all of that when you bring it to prayer, and then because you're doing it together. Pray about it together
0: yeah. and see what God yeah. shows. Yeah, shows yeah. so people that they're like, "Oh, well, the church has hurt me, or mm-hmm. the church, I have you know this bad experience with the church, and so we just don't go anymore, and we yeah. do this instead, or we do whatever." And yeah, I get that. Like, I get that mm-hmm. things can be hard, but I also think there's just something really, really valuable of that fellowship of being in a church. Yeah, like yeah. I don't, you can't get that. I mean, there was a time where we all had to be online to watch church Mm -hmm. and that was how it was. It sucked.
1: I have a friend and he was having some uh, issues with the leadership at our church and he was was venting to me and Mm -hmm. I said, you need to stop and you need to just like arrange a meeting with them and mm-hmm. go say this That's to them right. don't say it to me yeah. yeah like i'll give you my advice but my advice is to go talk to them and get an answer <laughs> from them because i'm not going to be able to answer for them yeah. mm-hmm. so he arranged a uh, meeting with the executive pastor and uh one of the things he said to the executive pastor is like i don't like coming to church like i don't i don't like the way that things go i don't like da 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 and the executive pastor was like okay well are you in a community group and he said yeah he's like fine don't come to the church anymore so, like, kind of interesting mm-hmm. that an executive pastor right. is like, okay, fine, don't come to church, but as long as you're still in yeah. community somewhere within this church, mm-hmm. great.
2: Yeah, great. Right. Yeah, yeah, I do agree with that. Yeah, like,
1: yeah,
2: have your fellowship of right other Christian believers. Yeah. together
0: that you're yeah. meeting with and doing totally. life together. But as long as you're doing that, because it can be so easy to just isolate. Oh yeah. And become an totally. island mm-hmm. of yeah, yourself, yeah. and yeah. you're thinking, oh well, this is so much better because people can't hurt me now. It's yeah. like, well. You're missing on a whole area of your faith. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think some people might be like, "Why am I listening to this on a
0: oh yeah Christian sex podcast?" <laughs> oh, right.
1: <laughs> and it's like,
0: <laughs> yeah, a podcast but podcast right now. <laughs>
1: spiritual intimacy. I think all the different kinds of intimacies, yeah. as they grow, sexual intimacy will also build. But speaking of community here, I think this is another area where when things don't go well in mm. sexual intimacy, you have that community to go to and talk about yeah. and ask questions yeah. and seek wisdom and, like, I would say our community group half of them are now our best friends who, mm. like, that's who we hang out with when we want to just have fun yeah. and that's who, like, our community group, all the girls went on a trip last year and they, like, did had their whole day plan they went to the spa, did all the things and then they came back and one of the girls was like okay well we haven't talked about sex yet so we need to do that and they stay up to like 3 in the morning talking about sex yeah. and it's like because you have that community and you've created yeah. that intimacy and vulnerability and you have those yeah. relationships you can have those conversations yeah. mm-hmm.
0: and you know that there are people who are safe who yes. have your marriage like in the best interest yeah, exactly. who will pray for you if you're having something really difficult going on and yeah I think that's huge yeah. Yeah. do you guys also have those conversations? this is interesting
1: Victor- <laughs> So this came up in, was it a Q&A or Facebook question? Anyways, um, yeah, it was a Facebook. Someone put a poll in our Facebook group and asked this. Oh. And Would you stay up till three in the morning talking about sex with your dude friend? I do it for like a living. So <laughs> yes, I would. That fun? Like, right. I feel like because you. we
2: talk about it more, mm-hmm. it's it's kind of fun to just like bring it up randomly yeah. and be like, Hey, so
1: I would say girls are more likely to talk about it in a serious sense. Right. And I would say guys are more mm-hmm. likely to talk about it in like a, like a one-off comment or like an innuendo yeah, or something. Cool. Whereas I don't think guys are as likely to go into the struggles like nitty gritty of it mm-hmm. and the struggles and asking mm-hmm, for yeah. help. Um, but my guy friends and I, We kind of have, like, a guys-only Bible study or guys-only group going. Mm -hmm. And, yes, I'm the most comfortable talking about it, but they are also, but they need to be prompted. Mm, Right. So it's not like they'll just, like, come out of the blue with it. Yeah. Yeah. But if the the topic comes up, it's Mm -hmm. not like we're shy talking about it.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. I remember Jeff being, like, once... I should talk about this more.
0: I should bring we should
1: talk about this with guys. I was like, yeah, you should. Like, <laughs> uh-huh. go for
0: it, man. Like, yeah.
1: <laughs> and we do so you- a, we do have an episode on this. It's called Talking About Sex with Friends, I think. Yeah. It's so,
0: <laughs> yeah. before my time, I think.
1: Yeah. Emmy. Yeah. yeah.
0: And me. yeah. Uh-huh. OG here. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. That was a good one. That was fun. I yeah. think I did that with Rusty. Yeah. I don't remember. Anyway. Okay. Other practical okay. ways. Yes. Let's, yes. Let's talk more about this. <laughs> this is fun okay praying out loud together mm. which we will touch on more in our yeah, we'll next an episode, episode coming up on that <laughs> teaser once yeah. more sorry yeah. about that but it's just so important that it deserved its own episode so yeah we'll go in more depth later Ooh, practicing sabbath as a couple oh, yeah and family oh, yeah. okay if you're like what is sabbath how do we do that john mark homer yes. his book um ruthless elimination of hurry (laughs) ruthless Uh, elimination of hurry was so good and it talked about that so well and how they do sabbath and
1: oh it was beautiful and to take that even further he started a bible study online program i don't know what you want to call it but it's Mm. called practicing the way oh yeah and it's all about the spiritual disciplines of jesus Mm -hmm. and integrating those more into your life and they've done they've done four now so they did prayer oh yeah fasting sabbath and solitude was just released recently
0: Mm. these are on youtube too
1: yeah so they're all on youtube um are they all on youtube i've i think i've seen all of them okay because i know yeah you can sign up on their thing and it's completely free and Mm. you do it like as a group and then you get all the videos and you get the workbook and you get everything like that and again it's completely free you just have to sign up yeah that'd be awesome um so i think it's practicingtheway.org. but our community group did sabbath and prayer and sabbath was really good it was basically Mm -hmm. everything in that book and then, like, 10x deeper into it. Ooh. And it and was awesome. To to it. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. And, like, our family had already been practicing Sabbath. And then going into that, it was really nice to, like, oh, yeah, we could add that. Or we could tweak that or mm-hmm. whatever. And yeah. it, was, it was really good. Mm-hmm. And Sabbath is not this legalistic day right. of do nothing, can't yeah. turn on a light switch, whatever. <laughs> like, in, what is it, Israel, like, the elevator stop at every floor on the way up. So you don't have to do work pressing the button. No way. Yeah. Yeah, wow. it's wild. So it's like, in my opinion, that's wow. a very legalistic way of looking at right, it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it like for us, it's just a day where we just have as much fun as possible. Like we mm-hmm. don't say no to the kids. Like you want ice cream for breakfast? Yeah, let's do ice cream for breakfast. Right? Like <laughs> it's filled with joy yeah. as a way yeah. of worship.
2: Yeah, that's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a good one. Reading the Bible together. Mm. again, this is this is one that my wife and I aren't good at. Uh, like we pray more together than we read together, right. But we have in the past done where we will have a book. And we will both just lay in bed oh, and right. one of us will read out loud.
2: Well, that would oh, okay. I thought you yeah. were going to say you both just like silently read it together at the same time.
1: So like, well, that would we have done, we have done that too. Crazy. And then we'll I'd be like, just are, be you like done? Yeah. are you done? Totally, <laughs> are you done? Totally, <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. So we have done that. Yeah, Jeff would hate that. It, it has worked for us, but I could totally see how people would just be like, Nuh-uh. yeah I
2: think, um, like I mentioned in the other episode, like having having an app that reads you the bible or that sort of thing and you can still do it on your own time like if you're both driving to work or yeah. you know or when you're together or when you're together yeah, yeah 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 totally yeah um and then you can talk about it later like if you got any revelations as you were Mm -hmm. listening and that sort of thing so you're still like Mm -hmm. you're still traveling together basically Um, yeah yeah
0: Yeah. and it's also neat just to talk about like man i read this and it was so weird like this guy he (laughs) puts his knife into him and you can't even see the knife because this guy's so fat like in the stories in the bible like some of them are so bizarre (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah did you read this one like right oh it's crazy so i think even just like having things like that weird is like it was bizarre i read this i couldn't believe it let's yeah. read song of Solomon together. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> There's so, yeah. like it can be, it doesn't have to be this big, serious thing either. It can yeah. be
2: yeah, just enjoyable. Yeah. And I think when you are doing stuff together, it makes it more natural to be able to spur one another on, Yeah, you know, uh, and being intentional about like, Hey, has God been showing you anything recently? Like right. what, what are you, what are you working on? Or, mm-hmm. um, you know, you get to build each other up yeah. that way too.
1: And that can lead into accountability yeah, too, yeah. It's like keeping each other accountable like you see your spouse slipping like hey like we got to pick it up a little bit here mm-hmm. don't we can't yeah. fall back into mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah keeping each other accountable and not not being defensive about it if yeah. you're uh, if your spouse yeah. is keeping you accountable like be willing to yeah be humble enough to be like yeah you know you're what you're right mm-hmm. Yeah. and not just being yeah. defensive right away. yeah
2: and it can and it can work uh as well like if say if i don't feel like doing it but my husband is doing it. I'll go, Oh yeah. Okay. He's doing it. Yeah. I'll I'll be on board with that. So in that way also keeps you accountable and just like Mm -hmm. you're working at it as a team. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Do you guys have mentors? Yes. Yeah.
0: Jeff doesn't. I do though. He wants one.
1: (laughs) Yeah. That's one thing our church is really big on because as young people, it's so hard to find a good mentor. And so there's been a big push from our church for these older people who are maybe retired or have free time is to, seek out younger people or make yourself available to these people because they have like a
0: program or something no they
1: don't it's more so just like for me finding my mentor he spoke at a men's thing and i went up to him after and i was like hey will you mentor me Mm. yeah and like it was so nerve-wracking i was so nervous because like (laughs) what if he says no and like what if he has too many people already like i have had someone say no to me before Mm -hmm. and i was like ah okay um but he said yes and it's so nice because they have been through more. They do have more mm. wisdom to share. They do have all these great things that they can tell you about. And like my recent meeting with my mentor, he he talked about like bringing the gospel into everyday life with your kids. And he mm. shared some examples from him. And I was like, you just made that sound so easy and so <laughs> simple. Like, yeah, I can do that. And now doing it in my own life, it's the gospel comes up. Everywhere. Okay, kind of want to know now. Like, <laughs> no. so one of my so here's an example. So my oldest son, he is a perfectionist mm. into like paralyzation. If it's not perfect, he throws it away. He yeah. cries like he it's mm-hmm. it's not good enough. And so one example of bringing the gospel is like. You don't have to be perfect. Like Jesus was perfect for us, He came down, mm. He lived the perfect life. Like there is no right. expectation on you to be yeah. perfect mm-hmm. because Jesus already was. Yeah. So we don't have to be anymore. Like, yeah. And so like just something simple like that, yeah. and I was like, wow. Like yeah, we can totally talk about the gospel more. Yeah. In life, so yeah, mentorship so has been yeah. hugely valuable. Yeah. Yeah. To to my wife and I,
2: mm-hmm. and I think a big part, like you just said, that you had to ask. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's such a big thing. Like I feel like as a young person, we just expect that, of course, a wise person, if they think they could mentor me, will come and at, or like will come and yeah. present themselves. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's probably not going to happen. No, no. I mean, unless there's some sort of program and there's like an established right. set, yeah. but if you imagine yourself being the older person, you're not going to go up to a young person and say, Hey, you look like you need to be mentored. Yeah. Yeah, I'm to mentor you. Yeah. Like no be realistic about it and be like, okay, yeah. God, who do you want? Like, I'm needing a mentor in this stage of my life. Point out who I need to go to. And, you know, and, and, you know, if the door needs to be closed in one area, then have them say no. And then, you know, that that is not the person for right now, but don't be afraid to ask. And yeah, it it does take, I I remember my first one that I asked, it was a pastor's wife and I was like, oh, no, like, I'm sure she has so many. Mm -hmm. And I felt God like, no, go up there and ask her. Oh, Okay. And i did and then she said yes and it was great like you just you don't like listen to those promptings that like even as we're doing this episode if somebody comes to mind Mm -hmm. Mm. that's probably who you're supposed to go to (laughs) like like just go and do it and whether that's a mentor for yourself or as a couple Mm -hmm. i I find it's a little bit harder as a couple sometimes because the two of you both need to vibe with the two of them so it's a little
1: bit harder
0: sometimes right
1: um, and then scheduling.
0: And yeah, <laughs> yes. Have, are you guys mentors to anyone else?
1: Uh, not currently. I I was a youth leader for a while. That's how I met Sam. But uh, and then I had a kid who like kind of was a mm-hmm. mentee. Mm-hmm. But no, not but
0: currently. not like they asked.
1: Uh, he did kind of ask. Like he would come to me for advice and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But mm-hmm. not in like a no, not currently. Right.
2: Yeah, yeah. I am. I have a few friends who intentionally like come to me for wisdom mm. or come to me like, okay, I'm having issues in this area. What would you do? So I mm. feel like, yes, but nobody's ever been mm-hmm. like, Hey, I need like the official mentorship role.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: No, but I have the few that I know mm-hmm. that I kind of check in on and, and
0: that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. How about you? Someone has asked me and so mm. it's just navigating the like, okay, well practically what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Yeah in my life right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Cause you, yeah. you want to be able to pour into them as well as you can. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Without skimming stuff off the top, you know, like yeah. I want to be able to yeah. do it well. Yeah.
1: And yeah. so it just requires, yeah. So
0: anyways, now that it's the fall, it's kind of like, great. Right, I should now be you know, figuring that out. Yeah. With that.
1: yeah. Mentors have been a big thing in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, my, like I said earlier, my wife didn't grow up in a Christian household. So when I was proposing to my wife, she had, my wife's mentor had told her, like, Kyle needs to ask for my permission. Ah. And
2: so like, I, asked, uh. I
1: asked her dad, but then I had to, I phoned her and I was like, hey, like, I want to do this. And so, like, she grilled me too. Nice. she' Because she's like, <laughs> she's intense, but she's also the wisest woman I know. Uh. So I was like, so grateful yeah. for that conversation.
0: Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. You know, it would be hard being a dude and having to ask for the girls, ask the girl's dad.
1: That was the easy part. Oh, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, what other ones have we talked about? Finding mentors.
1: Doing community, doing communion together. Sorry.
0: Mm, Yeah.
1: I don't think Sam and I have ever done communion together outside of church. Yeah, we haven't either.
0: Uh, Not together. I've done it by myself, but I haven't. Jeff and I haven't together. Oh, I guess we did during COVID.
2: Yes, Mm. once or twice, maybe. But Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, another thing could be like choosing a community service to do together yeah like something where you're you're actively serving yeah 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 together that can be a building thing too yeah totally. yeah 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 um i think a huge thing for like spiritual intimacy within both of you is that like god can speak to us differently
1: mm. uh i know when
2: when we first got married like I feel like God and I are real tight. <laughs> I I can hear him speak. I can do, and it, and it feels good. You know, I go to worship yeah. service. I bawl my eyes out when the Holy Spirit's present. Like mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it's tangible for me. Whereas my husband it's not. Mm-hmm. And cool. so I drag him to different things. I'm like, Oh yeah, this Holy spirit's always good here. Like, let's, <laughs> let's go here. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. saying that playfully, but you yes. know, um, yeah, yeah. And so after, after I'd be like, so what'd you feel? And he'd be like, nothing I'm like well your heart must not be in the right place mm. you know like all this yeah, where yeah, yeah. and the longer we were together the more I knew I'm like okay God this isn't making sense why am I why is it so easy for me and nothing is happening with him that's not mm. fair like mm. show up and um it was right in that season that um, I came across a course um, by Haviila Cuddington and she talks about um, different ways that God speaks to us and how we're we're not all the same we are all individual and the four like common ones that she has seen around is and can back it up like biblically too is um like hearing so that was more my strength like so in my i know we've talked a little bit about prayer journaling so my prayer journals are like i say this and so like i'll like hey god it's me blah 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 you know like what do you want me to be thankful for today and then i'll do god and then oh, i write his mm-hmm. response and so it's like a back and forth like a dialogue yeah to me that comes easy it's natural sometimes I feel it like oh yeah that for sure was him speaking <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: and sometimes it's like
2: well I know this is his character I know that this right. is not not true so I'm gonna put this down mm-hmm. yeah um and okay so that's hearing then they're seeing so mm-hmm. seeing is more like dreams and visions um kind of entrepreneurial that kind of like kingdom work in the future
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh and then uh knowing so that's kind of like where you it's kind of like when when we talk about like having a sixth sense like you just know that something is with this person um sometimes you'll get more in depth like as you practice it knowing what that person is going through without actually speaking with them and then being able to minister to them because God has revealed that to them
0: right
2: um or just like about a situation and that sort of thing it's not a big feelings based one and so that's what my husband was. And so as she goes through the course and she talks about like how the knowers sometimes mm-hmm. feel like, you know, they'll go into a very spiritual situation and they don't feel any, like it's right. not, it's not like a, Oh the man, emotional. I get goosebumps. Oh, yeah. I come to it It's not, it's just like very practical. And it, you just, you just know it's, it's there in the back of your head that it's, um, that it's going to be, and okay. And then I'll go to the next. Um, oh, right. The yeah. last one is, um, Oh, I kind of did this backwards. Feelers. Feelers are what feels the room. The sixth sense. Knowing is more just like... Knowing something before it happens. Feeling is more getting in tune with how somebody else is feeling without actually being... Knowing that... Like you could come up to a stranger or be in a room and just feel the presence of the room and be able to minister that way. Right, right, right. Knowing is just more knowing things without being told. And anyway long story. So for me, uh, after watching, watching this course, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Mm. Ken is a knower. He's not going to hear God audibly like I do. Right. I mean, audibly, but like, right uh, in the same, in the same way. And that totally changed the way that we functioned together because now when he, when I'd say, okay, let's get together with this couple, he would go, Mm, there's something no I don't think we should Mm -hmm. and I would go oh that's just because he's being judgmental (laughs) we should go and then later knowing finding out you know something about them that yeah would have created a big issue um it's kind of a poor example but there have been times where you know like oh we should go do this something and he'll be nope that that's not for us we're not supposed to do that and I'll be like why that's so good and it's and again instead of being thinking he's judgmental or thinking, Oh, he's just shutting it down because right. he doesn't care. Now I go, Oh, mm. is that your knower speaking? Like, is God yeah, actually yeah. telling you? And he'll go, Oh yeah. Yeah. And I'll be like, okay. Yep. Yeah, we won't go. And just like having that change and knowing, okay, God speaks to you this way. God speaks yeah. to me this way and we can work together to do stuff mm-hmm. and build the kingdom. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So it was like a huge, Huge thing. And just um, understanding that just because I experience God one way, that's not how he interacts right. with everybody. It doesn't
0: discredit the way that he does. Exactly. Even though it's different.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So
2: that was a life changing thing for our marriage. Very cool. Um, especially mm-hmm. in the beginning. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah.
0: And I think it's, it's difficult. Like lots of couples were like, well, yeah, we, we do things differently when it comes to spiritual intimacy. But a lot of these things, like praying aloud together, or yeah. practicing Sabbath together mm-hmm. as a couple. Like those, it doesn't really matter. It's like, common ground. Yeah, 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 which is really nice. And I hadn't really yeah. thought about it until just now. But um, <laughs> yeah, they're just things that you'd have to be intentional about having a conversation about implementing if you're not already. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So, yeah. cool.
1: Love that. Yeah. If this is something that you guys struggle with in your marriage or something that you guys would like to you know, go deeper on. Mm -hmm. If you're not familiar with Unite and Ignite, our membership club that we have, the month of November is going to be completely focused on spiritual intimacy. So if you guys want to go deeper, it is 30 days. You'll get an email every day with something that you guys can do to build your spiritual intimacy. And you can go to kingdomsexualityministry.com slash Unite and Ignite, or just click the link in the show notes. And yeah, we're super excited about this month. It's I'm going to be—it's yeah. going to be so a good. really great month mm-hmm. of you guys building a different type of intimacy mm-hmm. than we usually talk about. Yeah, on the show.
2: I know it's kind of interesting for us to create that curriculum too, because it's like, oh, this is yeah, it's not out of our wheelhouse, but it's not like what we focus on every yeah, um, often. So yeah. yeah, we're it's fun. to it it be is. planning that.
0: It's yeah.
1: been really good. Yeah, join us. All right, let's pray. God, thank you so much for uh, everyone listening thank you for the fact that you love them exactly where they're at right now mm-hmm. and would they would all of us just continue to seek you first in everything that we do and know that you just want relationship with us and would we be open to that and would we um yeah would we make it a priority mm-hmm. so much so that it actually happens and know that you don't want Perfection from us, you just want us. And thank you for the fact that you want us and you accept us just as we are. Amen. Amen.
0: Hey, friends, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like our content, please like, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts and tell your friends too. Thanks so much for journeying with us today as we tackled the hard questions and dive deep into godly intimacy. Make sure you follow us on Instagram to see more of our content and check the show notes for any links we might have mentioned in today's episode. We're so grateful to be on this journey with you and we can't
1: wait to see you in the next episode.